0: This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. So we can give you credit for corrupting Dale Jr. at an early age. Best week of his life, I think I heard. Best week of his life. (laughs) I heard that.
1: I heard that last year. See, I kind of got thrown under the bus on that one because your daddy looked right at me and said, and with that little smirky smile, he says, "Make sure he has a good time."
2: Welcome to
0: Kelly Earnhardt Miller's Fast Lane Family, presented by Wella Professionals lawn care products that you can experience with your senses get high performance you can see touch and sense welcome to fast lane family it's exciting to be here for the first show of 2015 we've got lots of fun in store for you this year we've been working hard over the off season and i know many of you out there have been fiending for dirty Mo radio and fast lane family to come back so um, we're just as excited to be here amanda we have a new partner on board this year in wella professionals yeah This is an exciting one. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited about this. 42 years of uh, doing, well, I don't guess I've been doing my hair for 42 years, but close to it whenever I was able to start brushing (laughs) and fixing my own hair. But we're excited to partner with them. I've been using their products over the last, uh, you know, many months and just really excited that they've joined Fast Family. The cool thing about it is that we're going to be able to get our listeners familiar with all their products. They're going to have some great promotions this year. And also, every episode, we're going to give you a tip of the week. You and I are going to enjoy those just as much as the listeners, I think. This one for this episode, I actually learned a lot of everything I was doing wrong with my hair. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited to hear the rest of them this season. These tips are going to come to us from their salon professionals at Up. Tips on styling, hairstyles, how to use oils, uh, which shampoos are the best for your hair type. And we're even going to have tips for dads who have those little daughters at home and have no idea what to do with their hair. Like Mike Davis, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Prime <laughs> example. <laughs> We're going to use him as a guinea pig. With that being said, stay tuned later in the show for our first Wella Tip of the Week. But right now, I want to welcome my very first guest for 2015, Ken and Ann Schrader. How are you guys? We're good. Excellent. Getting ready to go to yeah. Florida. Yeah. That time of year, it's you, all starting. Yeah. There's no off-season these days. It's just continual cycle of something. I say the off-season's now in the summer.
1: <laughs> well, at least in the summer, you know where you're going when. You're so much s- stuff pops up in yeah, the winter yeah. that, you know, it keeps you busier. I mean, the summer, you got a lot more schedule. NASCAR all- dictates it.
0: Yeah. Your off-season's not in the summer. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. I wanted to start off. I usually start off most of these conversations with how you, you know, how you met your significant other, how you got embracing, or whatever it is. You guys are married over 30 years. 30 years. Congratulations. Um, 19 with this 84? Yeah, we got married in
2: 84. Yeah, yeah, so
0: over 30 years.
1: Yeah. Long time ago. Got
2: married yeah. on a Tuesday because he had to leave Wednesday to go race in Ascot. So Thursday. Thursday raced. What? No,
1: that was a Saturday race. That yeah. was a sprint car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people in <laughs> racing got married in the offseason. when It right. was just too funny. Right. Yeah.
0: But when you guys met, you were still in Missouri, I take it. Which yes. is where you both from?
1: We were both from Missouri, and we're, we were living in Missouri. And we lived in Missouri for the first year and a half we were married. We did.
2: I was a commuter. I would work, you know, run on Sunday. He'd race, and I'd, we'd drive home all night so I could be at work on Monday. Because you were a nurse. Yes, yeah, so I so you still you had had to am be a nurse. At work. You still, still are still a, nurse. a nurse. Still licensed
0: to kill. Guess me. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not that funny when you live with her. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is too funny. Yeah. Always <laughs> so here. how do you stay registered as a nurse? you have to get classes and stuff? Like, Do you have yeah, to get credits? I
2: CEUs every two years. Yeah. But I, I mix drugs for urology office. They have um, oh, okay. drug studies. And I actually am teaching over at the College of Health and Science at oh, Northeast. Okay. So okay. I really actually am working for well, real. Well, Lord, I
0: thought you were retired. Mm-mm, You're no. now working for real because you didn't get to work most of Kenny's racing career, I would say. True. Right? I was no? one of those good PTSO moms Family, and stuff. Family right. yes. exactly. Exactly. Harder
1: work. Well, she works in the... She she doesn't work a lot of hours in the nursing deal. I mean, not many hours a week, but, but she's in the shop, you know. Yeah, and she you runs know, Kenny you know Shrader that, too, right. Yeah, you so, know what that is. Yeah. So she's... As far as hours a week, she's got plenty of those.
0: So what brought you from Missouri to Charlotte when you moved here? Like, how did that... Af- what
1: after we had driven for Mr. Don Levy for a year and a half, or not even quite a year, and we drove for him all of 86... And up to May of eighty seven it looked like they weren't gonna send us home instantly. We decided to find some place uh, down here, and that's when I first met your daddy a little better.
0: So how how did you meet him? A well, I mean,
1: I mean I knew <laughs> I knew You knew he, of him, right? You yeah, <laughs> I mean I you know, I'm sure I'd already been hit a couple times by him. Eighty six and know.
0: seven, yeah, those were prime times yeah. for Dale Earnhardt. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, uh we moved down eighty we moved down in eighty six. Yeah. Well, of course,
0: he had
2: to give us advice. You know, yeah. you don't want to be up um, by the lake. You don't want to be in Matthews. You don't you want to be in Cabarrus County, blah, 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 blah. And so we ended up buying five acres, what, a stone's yep. throw from his shop. Yep. So, yep. you know, on every, every every move along the way, you know, he was our advisor. Yep. What to do. That
0: Your place there out there in the country between Kannapolis and Concord, all my life, I look at it like an, a historical marker. I, there's just some the the blue trailer, you yeah. know, the, the blue double wide that you guys had. Oh yeah, Oakwood there's Home, d- Oakwood Home, Oakwood Home. That's Oakwood right. Home. That's it right. wasn't Thank didn't you.
1: start out as a that's double right. wide. Yeah.
0: No. Oh yeah. It was <laughs> they a gave a <laughs> us a single.
1: Fourteen by seventy six, mm-hmm. nine hundred and eighty four square feet, and. We were standing tall when we got that baby. We were very excited. With, <laughs> with new appliances.
0: That's exactly what um, Kenny Wallace was referring to uh, last year during one of our podcasts. He was telling me all about when he and Kim moved and getting their trailer on Rusty's property and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, all my life of driving out there, I'm like, that is just like a historic place because y'all have had it for so long. We have. Yeah, and, and still do. Yeah, we do. It's still kind of fun. Still the home it? of Kenny Schrader Racing. That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah, well,
1: we, we actually got, we, we've got a real shop now we we moved the shop about 10 years ago but that that whole place is still there but uh, man sometimes wish i had it back you know how yeah. that goes too yeah, yeah.
0: i am um, you, you say so, so you say dad tell you what to do what not to do where to live that was that's pretty common wasn't it yeah <laughs> For yeah. him to tell you he what always, to do and he what always not told to do. you what to
1: do <laughs> and, and you know i, I listened a lot of times and sometimes you know i'd leave and i am like that's messed up you know <laughs> he's he's not right about that but uh no he really did he you know, this was his territory, the Canapolis, K- yeah. and, and I had no idea. I I knew how to get, now you'll like this, I knew how to get from our place to his place, and I knew how to get from our place to uh, your grandma's place. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea how to get from his place to pa- my
0: grandma's. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and it was like, I was amazed one time when I learned how to do that. It's like, but but I'm... We're we're very partial to the area that uh, yeah. that we wound up in over there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good area. He told me what he All told me how roots. to build how to build a pond there, how what to do, everything to do. I got to tell you real quick about my fish. Okay. He said, now you build this pond. This, these these guys they'll come in with bulldozers and stuff. Okay, so whatever we build the pond. He says when when it's just about full, call me, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get you fish. So I called him up, said, "Hey, this thing's just about full." He said, "Okay, call me back a half hour later." He said, "Next week, I think it was a 200 br- uh, bluegill and 100 catfish or something." I said, "No problem." He said, "I I got it all taken care of." I said, "Super, thanks." And they showed up next week. They showed up COD, but he had it all. Taken, <laughs> they had it all taken care of we got our fish. Yeah, we had our fish.
0: Uh, you, <laughs> that's that's that sounds like dad. <laughs> that sounds like dad. I have a pond story about dad but it doesn't have anything to do with fish except that he was fishing the day that I almost ran into a little trouble with the law there on highway 3. I was coming to his place and a little quick and I saw a cop turn around and so I turned I'm in I think I'm in my Burgundy Z twenty eight Camaro at the time. I rock I had an I Rock. And I turned right there by the chicken houses and I flew down the gravel between the chicken houses and around the back side of the farm and I come across the dam where the pond is. He was fishing. Go figure.
1: Not too good. No. We You took, know how those
0: conversations went.
1: We took uh Anne's father and godfather fishing down there one time and he was Taylor the, and Dorothy were there. Taylor and Dorothy were there. It was really about the girls, but the, yeah. go, the old guys got to go. Yeah, and uh you know, when you were at his place, he was quite the host. And Ian's well, daddy was pretty old then. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he, he was, was probably upper 70s. Uh, yeah. And uh well, poor guy. I know that's D- not old these
2: days right No.
1: <laughs> not that old. <laughs> Dale would uh, bait the hook and Tom would throw it out and instantly big old fish, and he pulled in. Dale would take it off, rebait the hook. Did that about four times, and Tom quit. Told him he didn't like that type of fishing. And he said, what's wrong with that, Tom? He said, I like it where you can throw it out there, and then you can rest for a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was no rest in no Dad's rest. vocabulary. No. Yeah. No, he said they were just catching fish that
1: much, which yeah. was exciting for yeah. the girls.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the girls.
1: Uh, Dorothy and Taylor both uh, reeled it in while they were backing up. And just just drag that fish up <laughs> on the just up on the grass. That's funny. They're That's they're really all,
0: they're about the same similar ages, one, aren't they? One, one year, year apart. apart. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they yeah. grew up in the racing world together. So I wanted to ask you about that, Anne. You know, having two children, Dorothy and Sheldon, and what it was like to balance. Ken's racing with your family life during those times. There's no
2: balancing his racing, <laughs> but you know, balancing it,
0: your life, my life. Right. I think the biggest thing is, is
2: we decided to have a life. You know, because Kenny, besides doing the cup stuff, was racing everywhere, doing yeah. everything. And I think important that we did. And I wanted my kids to be, you know, ride the school bus. They went to public school. They got off the bus with our neighbors because that was one of the things too. When we left Windy Road. We bought our house in the development. Your dad said, why do you want to live in that dumb development? I said, Dale, unlike you, I like neighbors. I like <laughs> to have people. So we've been in the our development since 1988. So my kids got to have that opportunity. Yeah. And I think just it was really, really important. And we used to tease. We had our neighborhood with with our house. And then, you know, you had your neighborhood at the racetrack with the, the motorhomes and the yeah. bikes and the rollerblades and the whole shebang. So I don't think they knew much difference. And yeah. I think everywhere they went. It was their world, and they were very comfortable with it all. But, again, we wanted our kids just to be normal. Yeah. And they did really they, have.
0: They are. They travel a lot. Yeah. To the races at the time. They did. They yes. Did. I, somebody
2: said, well, did they like racing? And Kenny said, well, they must. They go every weekend. <laughs> Neither one of them are big fans now. I yeah. mean, Sheldon could care less. It's very interesting. And somebody thinks he should be a racer. And I said, hmm. not an ounce of interest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just because they went every week. But, you know, a lot of fun. And I'll i will tell you a dad, your dad's story on that one because my, my motorhome kids could come in and get sloppy and dirty. I didn't care. And I think in, in your dad's, they had to paint with the water, you know, and the books got red and pink and yeah, all that. Yeah. Well, I let them cook outside the camper um, with water and cocoa and salt and all sorts of slop. And he's like, I just not believe in you're letting those girls do all that. I said, Dale, where are they going to get the, the, the ground dirty? So Dorothy had some crazy set of dishes and your dad signed them all which i he had saved for her night, just signed them. i said oh i have like dale Earnhardt china now go, thank you so it was just really sweet because he was there and he just couldn't believe that these girls were slopping with this water and cocoa and
0: slop so yeah. i said they love slopping dad didn't like messes no yeah. no like so everything they everything tidied
2: up we were the camper you could come at yeah. and have real paint yeah and mark you
0: were the place that all the kids wanted to come to mm-hmm. <laughs> A right. neighborhood place
2: yeah so we're just like normal everyday people you know and they would have, like, the, the, the read to your class day. You know, Kenny was very good and would come in there and do that. Every once in a while, bring a race car, which I'm sure your dad did, yeah. which you probably do yeah. with your kids, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah. We're like everyday people. Yep. Yeah. So, Kenny, you, um nowadays, you still race 80-some, yeah, something, we, something.
1: We're going to get in right at 80 this year. And uh, 18 nights we were sitting at the track or on our way when it got rained out. Oh, gosh. So... You know, we, we try to shoot for right around 100. That's still good, fun number.
0: So is your uh, team based out of here, or do you do that out of Missouri well, area?
1: Well, our, uh, our, our, we ran the full ARCA series this year with the Federated Auto Parts car. I drove half of them, and we had some other drivers. Clay Campbell mm-hmm. from Martinsville yeah. ran Daytona and Talladega for us, and a All young right. man named Matt Tift drove for us quite a bit. But that team's uh, over by Harrisburg. Uh, we've got a new shop over there. Well, new. We've been in there 10 years. <laughs> and uh, our dirt cars are kept in St. Louis. Okay. We, we moved yeah. them back to St. Louis, and that's just a little more centrally located. And someday we're going to wind up back there. we just got someday, some stuff someday. to get rid of first. <laughs> but, uh, we, yeah, we just kind of bounce around between St. Louis here, a motorhome, or a motel. And it's about a fourth, fourth, a fourth, yeah. a fourth.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not on Twitter, so I don't get to see all that about you like I do Kenny Wallace. He,
1: <laughs> yeah. Kenny Wallace is he really... Is
0: doing so, he does some travel. Yeah. if
1: He <laughs> he'd, he could race a lot more if he just didn't spend so much time on Twitter. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah.
0: Very true. I was reading something that he wrote earlier, and I'm like... <laughs> It's a freaking riot. Some of the things He's he says. Oh gosh. A sweet Such a goof. goof. Yes. A sweet goof. Very Love sweet them. goof. Yes. So what what do you feel like you have what what do you want to finish out in racing? This all this is just for fun for you, just he has no other skill, need, right? <laughs> you have no other skill. I know, but everybody says once a racer, always a racer, and it's something really hard to hang up, you know. I don't see the say actual racing part of it, you know. You can be a team owner like you are in the Arca series or whatever it is, but you—it's hard to hang that helmet up.
1: I just got to find slower guys to race against. <laughs> you know, our dirt our dirt car's really uh, been good. We we kind of had a little bit of an off year. We we had a really good there this year, but we only won ten. But that's ten out of about sixty with the dirt car, so I mean that's not terrible. Yeah.
0: You also own tracks. You, yes, is it three or four uh, that you are owner or partner. Do you? Yeah,
1: owner partner brothers been involved with yeah us. used have, to be yep, yep. yeah, yeah that have. was
0: a fun experience when i went to that yeah but it's yeah. pretty neat
1: yeah uh i don't know i just like i mean obviously enjoy the arca series we ran uh i think we might run two possibly three truck races this year uh but uh i don't know my driving skills are marginal and they're the best skills <laughs> i've got so i'm kind of screwed as far as doing anything else and and the thing is where, where i'm really in trouble is i don't want to do anything else yeah i don't want to do anything else as a
0: track operator and owner and you know with your arc team and and the dirt racing that you do what are concerns for you for the health of motorsports and i'm not not just talking nascar but as grassroots racing you know because that's something that dale is really involved in that we're really involved in at junior motorsports and and it's scary to think about the health of that
1: in my opinion yes Yes. it is uh, Look
2: at the grandstands at some of these places. Yeah, it's very spooky.
1: You know, and, and I'm doing mainly the dirt tracks. Yeah, and I think that they're a little healthier right now than uh, than the the asphalt tracks. And I, and I think the reason, cause of that, is if you just sit in the grandstands, I think it's a more entertaining show. Mm-hmm. All the cars are so so competitive, so close together that especially on the on the asphalt tracks, there becomes one fastest part of the racetrack. We're on the dirt. You know, they're they're moving around all over the place. Uh, we've just got to get, have to get, I mean, whether, like, you're running this shop or over at Hendrick or the local Friday, Saturday night racer, we have priced ourselves yeah. out of business. And I think uh, the cost of the sport is, is hurting it some. But, man, we have, I have seen some fantastic crowds at tracks this year. And uh, really excited about that, and it's like any other thing. Just because you have a racetrack doesn't mean you're supposed to have a successful business. You got to start that thing on time. You got to get the people over with. You got to entertain them. You got to have nice facilities, mm-hmm. good restrooms, some decent food, good yep. lighting, good announcer. I mean, it, it's it's uh, you're selling entertainment, and yeah. if you just because you're open. Just because you have a facility doesn't mean it's supposed to prosper.
0: Right? Yeah, I would. I can totally relate to that in terms of going to the dirt races during the week with my girls um, and race at you know little Millbridge Speedway. It's a
1: little small place. I've I been there yet, but I hear and, I hear um, some pretty neat things. It about is It is
0: really fun. The racing's great, but like you said, you know, when you go there week in and week out. I mean, I go there for my girls. Would I go there for the experience of racing? Because of all those things you said—facility, bathrooms, food—you <laughs> know, entertainment. Right. Like I, I'm there because of my girls, and it, it would be a hard sell for me to do that during the week as a recreational thing to go spend my ten bucks. You know, mm-hmm. if everything's not in order, you know, and right. they, the, their car counts and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's got to be there. So well, and I think the other it's thing we talked business. about
2: too is. Creating some lo- local heroes and, mm-hmm. and, you know, getting kids to have these hero boys that are on these dirt races or our, our little tracks are very small, yeah. and very small areas. But Kenny was saying we were talking about it, you know. They're going to go talk about their local guy, their 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 bud, whether they're really friends with them or not. And I think that's what we're seeing at our little tracks, that that's what brings people back because their heroes are racing. Yeah. And there's heroes
0: again for them to be cheering. Yeah. Kind of like the stars of the local basketball team or whatever, you yeah. know, youth, you know, your high school or whatever, football, basketball, that that type of thing, which is something that's always been hard for our sport because there's still that whether we're a real sport, not a real sport, and how we compare to the stick and ball things and how True. you can get involved in it when you're little and you know do it you know there's so much cost involved in it so Where you know it doesn't cost much well it costs something but not a lot to go be on the basketball team you know you can <laughs> at school <laughs> if
1: you're an unbelievable pitcher uh, or basketball can shoot basketballs or throw the football you can showcase your talents without yep. a huge budget yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: so much different did you go on a trip years ago on the on the boat like a week-long trip that uh daughter was little she went with taylor uh dale and Teresa. no because it was i guess they were wherever the boat stayed uh, they were out there and daughter was about three days in it was like a week daughter mm-hmm. was about three days in yeah. got real homesick and you know i was like well let's...
0: you're pretty far away to be homesick yeah
1: but you know <laughs> she told us how she she got pretty homesick and pretty cray and Aww. she got her dale got her on a lap and took about 20 minutes talking and everything was good oh yeah, yeah. It was pretty neat. i
0: I was on a few boat trips um yeah but i don't i don't remember i was with taylor and dad and Teresa down in um cat key with johnny morris and a couple trips here and there but um oh, yeah, i think it was not. just the four of them yeah. that had gone i think yeah. it
2: was and they flew down there it was i can't remember what what it raced didn't they leave from the racetrack yeah, i think so yeah yeah, she came back smiling because I can remember we were not home when they got back, and my neighbor had to let greet Dorothy and your dad, and she couldn't even talk because your dad was there with Dorothy. He's like, "Oh my God, it's Dale Earnhardt at
0: your front door!" And I said, "Louise, let him in, please." <laughs> but she was, she's she not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Get my daughter in the house. That's we funny. um we recently had a friend over, one of Kennedy, my nine year old's friends, and this was such a rare occurrence because Dale stops by my house just. Maybe once a month, you know, and this little girl happens to be ever playing and he stopped by and he walked in and she, her jaw dropped. (laughs) She didn't have a clue what to say. And when he left, she's like, my mom would have died. She loves him so much. And I said, well, you should have talked to him. You didn't even say anything. She's like, I just didn't, I didn't know what to say. And I was like, well, he's normal. He would have talked to you. (laughs) You know, this little nine year old kid
1: high dale would have been a good place right to start yeah yeah
0: so let's talk about dad and and your friendship with dad and share some stories today would mark the 14th anniversary of his death and i know that you guys have some really good dylan heart stories (laughs) y'all spent a lot of time where do we i would consider y'all very good friends i know that he thought a lot of you and sweet sweet vice versa yeah
2: well one of the ones i'm going to say is when we we you know bought our land and we ran Bristol, and we moved this the, the s- Sunday after Bristol. We, we we drove from Bristol with all of our belongings in the dirt hauler and stuff. And we looked
1: like the Beverly Hills. Yeah, the climb-bits. We had
2: uh, <laughs> neighbors, um, his mom, my mom, and stuff. And so you know we we get we get down to Concord, and I said, well, first of all, what if this? We 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 did all this by phone. Oakwood was so wonderful; they brought us this new home, and because there had been an existing trailer, and so that all, they could do all that, there was a well and stuff. And I said. What if it's not there? So we get there. The house is there. Thank God. (laughs) And so we start unloading. And all of a sudden, everybody stops working. I'm like, what the heck? What are you doing? Your dad's knocking on the front door. Got everything you need. Is everything okay? Blah, 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 blah. And they're all, like, drooling. They didn't know what to do. So that uh, there again, it, it's funny. so funny because yeah. he's such an icon. And I said to everybody, all right, just say hi and keep working, you know, because yeah. you're trying to get unpacked and and fill the cabinets and stuff up. So that was really sweet. But, again, I, I such a sweetheart to come by. What do you need?
0: He wanted to be such an intimidator, but really deep down, he was. He reminds me. had a big, I, he was a teddy bear.
1: I don't know what we can say on the radio. You can argue, say but, whatever you want because yeah, we can well, edit. I I uh, <laughs> I text Stuart. Uh, one time this summer and I, I texted him, he did something and not a lot of people knew about it. And I text him, I said, you remind me of Dale senior. You're a sweet ass. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. And I meant that in right. a very in a good very way. Nice, in a very yeah. way. In a very sweet right. way. Because your daddy had a heart of gold as long as no one found out about it. Right. Yeah.
0: And he didn't like people to know. He he really no, didn't. No, but
1: he was, he was very, yeah. very sweet man. He helped us a lot. Uh. Man, I when when I, we first moved down, she was working. I'm driving for Mr. Don Levy Teams in Richmond. I get up. I don't have a shop or anything. It's like, okay, what am I going to do? So I go to the farm, and that's when he had just got the farm or the acreage. Yeah. And it's like we had fun, you know. <laughs> I mean, just riding around, riding around. Uh, I rode with him on the equipment. And, yeah. th- and and stuff, and just. Uh, he built them trails, or not, you know, they roads, yeah. but they weren't when he built them. And there was a neighbor over there that had a new Chevy pickup, and there might have been some cold beers involved when he's always said cold beers. <laughs> but uh, bouncing that new pickup through them woods, oh, I mean, a lot of stuff didn't make sense, but it sure was fun. Sure was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember some funny, some funny stories with you. You were always a jokester and liked to create havoc, No. give people I, a hard time. I didn't, I
1: didn't think so. You needed to
2: tell. You me didn't think that's what you were doing. You need to give her the amphicar story. Have you ever heard that one? No. We oh were.
0: the amphicar. I remember that car that came to the lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: they partnered on it. We went and picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. We paid we, for it.
1: We saw it in Michigan, Dale and I. Right. And I said, "That's neat." We we were doing a th- you know you used to qualify charlotte on thursday or wednesday and we had to do a thing in detroit on tuesday he was driving a good wrench car i was in the ac Delco bush car we both went up there and did this thing we're going back to the airport and there's this amphicar and we drive by it and i said those are neat and he said this guy in canapolis got one won't ever sell it to me i said what do you what do you think they want for us oh i don't know i said you know if we bought it together we could pay a little too much for it we turned around, they told us what they wanted for it. Dale gave them five hundred dollars. I called up my shop, sent the rollback and a cashier's check. That was Tuesday. Thursday they unloaded in the infield at Charlotte. We rode it around the infield a little bit. He looked at me, he says, Take it over your place, put it in your building, do not put it in the water till I'm there with you. <laughs> we drove it straight to the shop, had four or five beers drove it in the water he drove by i got wrecked again later on i got wrecked again but he he really copped an attitude he was really really mad he He was really half of the car yeah he He never never paid paid for his half so
0: (laughs) i'm sitting here thinking through that whole story and i was thinking this earlier um you know the the whole thing about him not wanting anybody to know sometimes i think maybe there was just one person he didn't want to know um, and were you were y'all involved in decisions like that? <laughs> uh, and did you know that you were buying an amphibious car? Yeah. <laughs> and oh,
2: they, just things like that show up. You know, these yeah. guys. there It's it, oh, another new truck. We 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 went through a truck um buy and sell this week yeah they had to be done before he leaves this afternoon so yeah it's, they're yeah. just crazy with these their cars and the vehicles so. yeah but he
1: had a dealership it was easier for him He'd yeah. get all the trucks yeah the
0: one thing that you did not want a vehicle that was driven by my dad like you know how they would do the manufacturer vehicles or he would yeah you did not want one of those
1: so i got a good good friend of mine nick gomrick from up home that comes down in 88 maybe yeah, it may be 88, and he's staying with us. Well, we're driving to Darlington, Friday morning. He said, come pick me up, because he was going to stay in a motel down there. I was driving back for He said, come pick me up, and we'll drive down there. You drive me down there. Okay. So I got my buddy, Dale, or uh, my buddy, Nick, in the front seat. Dale gets in, lays down in the back. I go 20 miles, kind of half asleep. I drop the right front off the road, get back on. He said, pull over for you kill us all so he drives he drives about 30 more miles gets pulled over gets stopped well dale earnhardt doesn't get a ticket <laughs> so he tells my buddy to drive he said i don't even know where we're going he said just keep going down this road it'll be on the right you'll see it my buddy called we wound up we we started on the front row together <laughs> and we wound he called his buddies that night and Said, you wouldn't believe it he said they qualified first and second neither one of them would have made it to work if i wouldn't have been there
0: sometimes when you were dylan hart you got a ticket sometimes you didn't it just depended on which officer you ran into <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the ones that were the fans are the ones that wants to make an example out of you <laughs> i ran into that to a time or two racing helped get out of a lot of them though right exactly I, you I, can like I, trade well, them some hats and stuff
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I think i was driving back from probably was wilkesboro and the guy pulled me over, and I was, blah, blah, blah. I said, i got to get home at dinner for Kenny, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, ma'am, let Ken be the racer and just slow her
1: down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you, sir. Okay, Absolutely. <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> do you have any regrets about your career racing?
1: would <laughs> have liked went faster. More often. More often. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't want to try to start it over again because it might not work out so good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you always want to do better. But, hell, I mean, our biggest accomplishment was as long as we were able to milk it. We milked that deal. We milked that gig a long time, you know.
0: What do you think about the kind of the qualification process for kids coming into the sport versus when you guys were coming up through the sport, and even Dell Jr. You know didn't go through that type of thing because you are an owner in the ARCA series, and you know I'm sure you field cars for people in that p- position and stuff like that. What's your thoughts on
1: that? Well, good or bad, it it goes back. I mean. There's so much good young talent out there, mm-hmm. I mean really good, and it's just you know just a small small percentage of a percent is ever going to get make a, it right, yeah, going to get a shot, and I mean it's just a small percentage is even going to get a chance to to see what they can do, and mm-hmm. a lot of these kids are under more pressure now because okay, they'll put 'em in uh they'll put 'em in you know one of your cars for five races and say. Well, Last year,
0: and you Harvick good, and right? Junior <laughs> and
1: Casey Kane did this in this car. Exactly. So here's your five tights that right. you gotta get something done. It's like, you yeah, know, it's, right. they're in way over their head. So
0: fifteenth isn't good enough anymore, right? When they oh, have no. the top fifteen, it's, it's, tough. it's like what?
1: No. Yeah. No. So it, it's it's tougher now. It, it was always hard to get the opportunity, but like when I started, Mister Don Levy was qualify for the race and don't hit anything. That'll be awesome. Yeah, well, I'm, you, I'm you, your man. You know, <laughs> I can do that.
0: You talked about the cost and the commercialism of the sport and where it's gotten. You know, has is a big influence on why that doesn't work for young kids these days because yeah. you can't put them in cars and have sponsors that want to pay the bills for how they're going to race in the beginning of their career. You, you know, got Not everybody's going to be a Chase Elliott, and no. Win a championship in their first and year. I think
2: a lot different too. There's a lot more more well funded teams. Would you say? Yeah. I mean, before for Kenny or Mark Martin or the, these guys to get into a maybe a better ride. Somebody had to die or retire or right, whatever. I mean right. I mean now gosh these kids are getting look, Kyle Larson, yeah. how what is he? Is he twenty? Twenty yeah. yeah. one? Yeah. You know, yeah. just uh so many great places for these guys to to get put. To we're, go. we were talking about that, you know, the Kenny, those guys were coming on board. You still had Cale Yarborough and a
0: bunch of those Harry Gantz all David still Pearson, running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Allison. I mean well, they were all racing. Richard Petty was still running. Yeah. 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 So we can give you credit for corrupting Dale Jr. at an early age. When best Dad week of his life, I think I heard. Best week of, yes, of his life. <laughs> I heard that.
1: I heard that last year in an interview. He said best trip ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we such had such an we, unassuming
0: kid at the time.
1: Yes. Well, we didn't uh, <laughs> see. I kind of got thrown under the bus on that one because yeah. your daddy looked right at me and said, and with that little smirky smile. He says, make sure he has a good time.
0: Yeah. But I'm sitting here thinking it's nothing that my dad could have, it could have been the same experience under my dad's hand, exactly. right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And we, he, was, he just didn't want it under his hand. <laughs> right.
1: He was with us and the group that was with, he was plenty safe. We were, you know, we weren't. Where'd you guys go racing? you name it uh
0: so you were out in the midwest yeah all around yeah, yeah. We
1: we're in belleville kansas yeah. topeka kansas uh moberly um, missouri grant city illinois st charles missouri it was we ran wednesday thursday wednesday night thursday night practice qualified friday race friday night practice saturday race saturday night race sunday race sunday night came home and i told jr Now, when you get on that plane, because he went home with your daddy Sunday because he ran Topeka, I told him, I said, do not breathe on (laughs) him and do not fess up to anything. And I knew we were in trouble. You know, I did ask the next year. I called him, and uh, I said, hey, we're going on that trip in a couple weeks. Think Junior want to go? He used a lot of adjectives, and basically told me no and i waited a second and i said what about kelly <laughs> <laughs> that didn't i yeah that didn't i'm sure i got wrecked again for that yeah, you know? that, that would not <laughs> that wouldn't be a good no yeah
0: what about kelly because you tried to get me in trouble a lot i I, a no, I didn't try to get, I, I
1: kept you out of trouble you one kept time, me out big. of trouble <laughs> one, well at, at, that rock at Rockingham Hamm. when you were when you missed your ride you know and that's before all the cell phones and stuff yeah and you were going to Hop in that plane, and go. And I said, "No, you, you and your girlfriend, hop in that car, and <laughs> you figure out when they're walking in the door, and you be calling them."
0: Yeah, we we ended up riding home with Jimmy in car. <laughs> yeah, well, I was yeah. Saying,
1: that was safe. That was a good person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: Jimmy and Patty, that was a good choice.
2: <laughs> Whose
1: airplane were you going go to go into? Get into? Uh, going to get in with Rusty and them. Oh yeah, which would have yeah, been. I mean, you know, yeah. it would have been yeah. fine, but yeah. it's just like you better get in. You better no.
0: Yeah, guilt by association, and the <laughs> I, when you came up <laughs> to me, I'm like
1: he said i need to talk and it's like <laughs> daddy left and i said oh okay get a ride yeah. yeah
0: i was probably what like i don't know 20
1: uh yeah maybe 22? no eighteen, 20, nineteen. 18? you before i started racing late models yeah you were you were still under the supervision <laughs> under supervision <laughs> <laughs> yeah under you were parents. under supervision
0: <laughs> i just didn't want to be maybe yeah <laughs> well,
1: well if, what
2: were you doing that you missed the bus
0: uh, not, It wasn't what I was doing necessarily. You know, Dad, how quickly oh, he trip. got out okay, of you're uh, right. Dodge, sitting there. And we I just didn't make it over. You know, you had to go across the grandstands right. and over to the airport. And I just didn't yeah. make it there quick enough. Okay. I just I don't think I was doing anything in particular. Maybe probably just talking. So you didn't have a cute boy up in the grandstands or anything? No, I don't think okay. so. Doggone I don't it. remember. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I had a super crush on Davy Allison. And I know Kenny would tease the crap out of my dad about that.
1: No. I would never Not do that. Not you. You might, you might have just thought I did. I, I would
0: got you confused with someone else.
1: Your dad was fun Fun to tease. <laughs> he was. Uh, he but could get worked couldn't, up. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't tease him very good because, you know, it was just hard. Yeah. Hard, hard teasing. And, you and had
0: to find the things that really got his goat because he was hard to yeah, and get then, and one then over then on. You know? paid for it. Right. You paid right. for it later. True.
1: He wrecked me at Pocono one time and he said it was, uh, I cut down on him and stuff and it's like, Whatever, you know, I know I didn't. And the next week we ran Sonoma, and he was waiting for me in my hauler when I got there. And it's like, why don't you just say you did it? Will so, you, I'm, yeah. he comes, come to the hall and tell me he didn't do it. I said, oh, So, I'm Mark. sitting here <laughs>
0: thinking, <laughs> how, did, how did your friendship work? But that's how yeah. it worked. So, the bad things happened, and then we made up for them. <laughs> yeah. And fun. your friendship no, stayed he together.
1: Was, yeah, he was sweetheart. He I mean. was good
2: about it Because, you know, Miss Jackie used to do the... the uh, MRO, yep. Yeah, the Olympics there in Michigan. And I'll never forget, you know, she was the only one that could put the shaving cream on your dad and let Taylor put the cheese balls on his beard. You know, and he's like, I don't want to do this for you. And I know the one year, there's they, something with the swimming pool. And you guys, you and Dale both put Miss Jackie in the water. Remember that?
1: Yeah. At the I end of the it.
2: Olympics and she was just bummed you know she couldn't really yell because it was two of her favorite people yeah but we right. had a lot of fun with the olympics with you know again it just made everybody normal and i'll just yeah. never forget him with those those cheese, cheese balls, balls on the in stays. his beard <laughs> yeah it was darling absolutely darling
0: yeah when taylor came along he pretty he 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 rolled over as a parent i think that it was his chance to redo it all you know because when we were kids he was trying to make it and it was so such tough times then, you know, my she, mom tells me stories about the way we lived. And so I know he was glad that he had the opportunity mm-hmm. and the means, you know, to be the parent he wanted to be. You
1: know. She came in on a little easier program than you did. <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. She did. But that's OK. It's It's all worked out. Yeah. All worked out. The School of Hard Knocks for me and survivorship have served mm-hmm. me well <laughs> in awesome. this life, yeah. right?
2: Well, you know, it's no dress rehearsal. So, you don't get a handbook. I know. And everybody does their best. I and know. that's what you tell your kids. You know, if I could have done over, maybe I would do different. But it is. And that
0: freaks me out as a parent in parenting and just my girls. It, it just drives me crazy, the unknown mm-hmm. of what you're producing as a parent, you know, what kind of adult they're going to grow up to be because you just don't know. It's hard. There are no yeah, books. That's exactly you know. the case. I just told my kids, I'm not your friend,
2: I'm your ma. Yeah. So it's my way or nothing. I, I know, Mom. We know, Mom. <laughs> you know, I, We didn't have those arguments right. about things. We would laugh because Dorothy would say, oh, Mom, I just saw my friend kind of get really,
0: you know, honored with her mama. She said, I know I would never do that with you. I said, you're <laughs> absolutely right. So. I know. I just uh, I had that conversation with Dale about Carson. I was, you know, aggravated about something that was going on with her. And I said, well, I know we act like too. And he said, yeah, and the difference is we got our ass beat you know yeah you didn't get by with it you can't which i I love i mean that's how it needs to be we need need a little bit more of that in this world strict 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 yeah 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 Yeah. if it's child abuse now (laughs) (laughs) get turned into the authorities yeah (laughs) oh gosh what else can we talk about
2: well we had gobs and gobs and gobs of fun with your pa up in new york yeah you know uh the champion suite um I don't know which it was, I was teasing Brooks or Don, one of the two, when we sang the Star Spangled Banner with with them at Kansas back in the day, because they were having a lot of fun, and one of them was getting ready to do something you shouldn't have done, and I was teasing, I said, you know what, you just need to come in here with me. So I told him, I said, you know what, I probably saved your life, I probably saved your marriage, so you can be (laughs) grateful to me, but I had to laugh because they had their names in their hat, and I could never keep them apart, who was who. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was up in your daddy's suite. Yeah, um, you know the nights we called room service, which is nothing cheap at the Waldorf Astoria. And yeah. I think, did we order how many BLTs the one night? I think like fifty of them or something, because everybody was starving. And you know, it was just a very gracious host, we would be up there in the suite. And you know, there were times where we were you know late getting there. He's like, "Where are you guys? Get up here! You know, it's two o'clock
0: it was in the morning."
1: Thursday night party. Yeah. I was trying
0: on. to think. I remember being part of a crowd at one of the banquets that went up to my dad's suite to wake them up wake cool. somebody cool cool i guess oh, we woke bill jr we matter. woke t yeah. wayne all of yeah. them
2: oh my gosh yeah. and if you didn't get woke up or a call you weren't special
0: yeah i was reminiscing about one of my airplane rides home after the banquet i think it was 1990 so i was 18 dad had a king air then I was telling this story from our championship celebration um, in Homestead last year and talking to the guys and telling them, you know, now we got a 11 o'clock plane ride in the morning. So enjoy the night. But remember that you have an 11 o'clock plane ride and it's no fun to be hung over on an airplane. And I thought of the time with my dad. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I sat in the toilet area of this King Air and I was 18 years old and I remember being at the after party um, for the banquet and... I think it was Teresa's dad, Hal, who handed me a gin and tonic and was like, you know, do you take one of these or whatever. And I was like, I can't drink this. What is this? You know, and I, I drank this gin and tonic and I proceeded to drink a few more. I was 18. I didn't, you know, I didn't was, do stuff like that. And um, not when Dylan Hart was your dad. And I. Especially
1: if he was there. <laughs>
0: and he was there. Yeah. And he was having such a good time that he didn't care either at this point. God, that I was so freaking sick on the plane and he was giving me that smirk that I told you so Mm -hmm. this is your payback (laughs) kind of thing you'll learn your own lessons (laughs) yeah the hair of the dog that day yeah Yeah. good bloody Mary maybe (laughs) that's that's how dad parented was he let you learn your lessons the hard way instead of pre-warning you about them do you want to tell her the story about the pitching in the the
2: suite oh we told the story not too long ago it's, it's a pretty fun story
1: yeah it was he had some friends I guess they were with the Yankees, they had apples, and they were on the other side of the suite. And I had a ice bucket, and I was the catcher, and I just hold my other hand over my face. Dale was behind me with a pillow; he was the umpire, and uh, they're throwing them apples. I mean, you know, guess hundred mile an hour, ninety mile an hour, whatever they throw a baseball. And I next morning, man, my legs. I'm bruised up like you wouldn't believe. and Anne ex- proceeded to tell me that we were playing baseball the night before.
0: With apples.
1: Apples. <laughs> I didn't remember that. And there was a couple <laughs> wild pitches. And, uh, oh, we had some fun up there. The one year him and uh, Ricky Rudd raced for the championship, we were all down in Orlando, like half a dozen of us. I think we are doing one of them bass and race things for uh, Disney yeah. and ESPN. Yeah, and you know it was october or something it was the points thing was heating up and it was your daddy and ricky and i was ricky's teammate and your daddy's in the van he's he was working on him you know and he was running that mouth just a little bit it's Like, man you know it would just be terrible if you know if ricky wins we won't be able to have the thursday night party you know because ricky wasn't going to be a big partier and i said ricky wins i'll take care of his teammate i'll take care of thursday night party we won't miss a beat dale i mean i i don't have a dog in this fight but i'll i got ricky's ass covered there. you know we'll it'll be big you know we'll talk uh, him through it
0: that's funny you'll be the substitute yeah
1: yeah well
2: cause i think work. everybody said you know it was the time everybody could be together and bond i mean you know yeah. sterling and yeah Ernie Irvin, all that gang yeah. mikey walter the whole it was just a neat group that would all hang and um, just had a good, good time. And we were saying, you know, why do we just wait to just do it in New York? Let's go back home and do right, it once in a while. Right, you
0: know? right. Well, I don't want to end on a summer note, but I do want to ask you one question about my dad's death and, you know, 2001 Daytona 500. I assume you, like the rest of us, thought that he was invincible and that when that wreck happened and you were one of the first people over to his race car and the weeks following that, what, you know, what was going through your mind with all of that that you can – talk about and articulate <laughs> well
1: you know first off it just i went over there and i said "Ooh, you know he's i mean he it it, it hit hard yeah but not yeah. you know but anyway i said uh i'll just take his window net down he can't be in that bad a mood because them other two guys did just run one. first and right, second right right you know right and uh it was just a wreck nobody you know, it's just a yeah, wreck. It we just look, wrecked. Yeah, it didn't you know, look, yeah, yeah. I mean, that it, crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't bad, like right. somebody just deliberately barrel did, rolling and all yeah. that good stuff, right? Yeah. Or yeah. it's not like someone did deliberately wrecked you. And, oh, and, yeah. and you're all yeah. mad. as yeah. we all arguing over space and yeah. Uh, I was amazed that week. I mean, I knew our sport was big and it stuff, was... and I mean, I, I knew how big a deal it was, but yeah. I didn't. It caught me off guard as far as the whole country. This is like when Elvis died. Yeah. You know? And I mean I just it I had no idea that our it was that, it was that impactful. Yeah. 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 And now I mean I you know, that was that was our biggest hero, but still it is it said a lot about the sport. The sport. Yeah. You yeah. know.
0: For you during the year and years after that, as the sport began to change because, you know, one of the things that I always Hear people say about my dad, you know, well, he was the one that would go to bat for everything, and obviously, he and Bill Jr., you know, he could pretty much tell him anything, and he he was kind of the small committee that mm-hmm. you know would make things happen. You know, how was that transition? And that I mean, because you as racers kind of lost a voice, yeah, so to speak, you know,
1: we lost a voice, but there were some other people that stepped up, yeah, but they, you know, and they stepped up and they did a good job, but they didn't step up. I mean. The, they just didn't come with the same credentials. Yeah. it's you know? re-
0: isn't that really hard to put in words about my dad. It it's really, true. it. I cannot think of very many people in the world that you just can't explain his charisma about how he could handle most anything. Yeah, I mean most anything, and how people would listen to him, why they would listen to him. That you know, he just. It, it's really. Hard to explain. Yeah, you know. But then he also
1: had the gift where even if he was wrong, (laughs) he could bullshit you into thinking he was right. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he could he could sell it so convincingly that's why he's got to be right. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I know. When I'm trying to like tell my kids about him, it's like it's so hard to put into words if you didn't experience it because it Mm -hmm. was such an experience and and it was just like. But I think it
2: goes back to that passion. Yeah, you know, and I think your dad was always. You know, I, I you know like John Wayne kind of thing. He did things for the right reasons, yeah. for and, and and you know went to bat for the right guy. Yeah. And and I think that's apple pie kind of thing. And I think that's why. I mean, yeah. and, and if well, you stand ever stand up for to what him, you believe yeah. in, yeah. And, and type you know how cool stand is that? Up, I mean, we need more of that all. today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And well, I think that's yeah. that's why, and people would listen because he wasn't worried about himself. Right, he was usually worried about ten other people. Or, right, uh, you know the, the the condition of the sport or what we need to do to you know make something cheaper, yeah. safer, whatever. Better. So yeah. I think because of that, he was not a all about me kind of guy. Right. and I think that's why. Right, and he could yeah. you know easily have been, but he never was. Yeah, that's a that's a great point.
0: <laughs> well, that's, this has been fun. I've enjoyed it. I hope you guys have. Yes, yeah, ma'am. Very yeah. much. I hope y'all have a great. 2015 year you all as well
1: we're awfully proud of what you guys are doing up here
0: I appreciate it it's time now for our tip of the week brought to you by Wella Professionals this week it's the perfect way to style your hair using a blow dryer and like Amanda said earlier she has figured out that she's doing it all wrong so Amanda listen carefully (laughs) the Wella Professionals recommend that first you have a blow dryer with two to three speeds and a cool shop button okay I've passed that test Before you begin, uh, it's important to use a heat protectant. It protects against excessive heat and keratin loss in your hair. And here are the steps to blow dry your hair that salon, well, a professional, perfect way. Always start with your blow dryer on high air but low heat and use your hands to remove 30 to 40% of the moisture. Then if you're looking for some volume, which I desperately need, apply the product of your choice at that point and focus on your root area. Proceed to blowing out your hair to 80% dry before using a brush, and for volume, you can use a round brush. Uh, another good tip for me. It's very important at this point to use the cool shot button to remove any heat left in the hair before styling. See, I've always wondered what that button was for on my I hair had dryer. Either. <laughs> I just never, never even d- used it. <laughs> yeah, I pushed it before to see what would happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> Also apply hairspray generously after blow drying, and that helps cool and set volume before, you know, you might want to manipulate it with your fingers and and put some different hairs in place. Of course, everyone's hair is different, so finding a styling product that works for you is key. But here are a few recommendations from the styling professionals at Wella. For prep time, you can use Wella Thermal Image Heat Protection Spray. For wet styling, you can use Wella Professionals Natural Volume Mousse. And for dry styling, you can try the Pearl Styler to reveal a sheer shine. You can purchase these and many other Wella professional products at any of the 760 Ulta stores nationwide or purchase online at ulta.com. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's Fastlane family. And many thanks to Ken and Ann Schrader for joining us this week on our first episode of the 2015 season. We look forward to uh, visiting with you next week. Best Lane Family has been brought to you by Wella Professional Hair Care, multi-sensorial hair care products that you will see, touch, and sense the difference from your very first wash. Hair care needs from fine to normal to color to coarse, Wella's got you covered. Wella Professional Hair Care products are available at over 760 Ulta stores nationwide, or visit Ulta.com to find the store nearest you.
1: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio.